What's up, folks, and welcome back to the Shitake Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Shannon. With me this week are co-host Mamats. Mats, Mamats, say what's up to the people. Aramite. I thought we weren't going to do this no more, Mamats. What? We doing talked about this. We are doing greetings, right? You're doing intros. Yeah, in the normal language we speak in. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it is normal for people to speak that way. Where, what language is that, Mamats? Um, it is like a native tribe over here. A greeting from a native tribe over here. And how many people do you think will know that, Mamats? A million people, I guess. <sighs> Moving on. Also joining us this week <laughs> is our co-host, Mateo. Mateo, what's good? And please be normal. <laughs> He caught you there, dude. A million people know it. <laughs> a million people, but this is a this is a podcast that goes out to the entire world. Seven billion people. Yeah. <laughs> Seven billion people. And you are here talking a language that only one million people understand, maybe. You're killing me with this. Yo. What's good? Oh, that's lame. Come on. Now. Uh, I didn't come prepared. That, that uh, blindsided okay. me. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. So th- this week we're going to be reviewing a much-anticipated show, Jujutsu Kaisen. But before we get into that, we have our flash review for Mateo. What's the name of the show? To your eternity. Yeah. To yeah, your eternity. But before that, before we have we a question that, of the week. Question of the week. Whose turn is mm-hmm. it? It's mine. Oh, what you got, Mamats? So the question is, so what What triggers you off? What What ticks you off on the way people watch their anime? What but... ticks us off about the way people watch anime? Mm-hmm. Okay. But a full disclaimer, uh, no offense to anybody, there's no right or wrong way to watch your anime, you know? This is just our honest opinion. So, yeah. Don't I, I disagree. Go... I think I, I disagree. I think mine is most certainly the wrong way to watch anime. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to say that. You know, but don't go come and attack me. You can attack Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you think. It's not what you think. I know mm. what you think it is. It's not. Um, but, Mateo, let's start with you. You would start with me. Of course I would. Um, what takes me off about the way people watch anime? Mm. The moment you you saw that behavior, you want to slap them really hard. Um, I mean, my joke answer is anybody who watches dubbed anime, but <laughs> um, she I don't I don't know if this counts. But like it's the people who talk about that they they're big anime fans and they watch a lot of anime, but they only watch like the mainstreams like Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, My Hero, and they don't know anything outside of that realm. I mean, that is not how people watch anime. They're I mean, just the, making, like they are the, 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 the people over there, you know. It, it, I mean, you could say it's how some people watch anime because I mean, like maybe they're just trying to, I don't know. I mean, they're just trying to to impress somebody. Maybe I don't, I don't know. 
impressive with something you actually that's actually impressive. Don't be don't yeah. be fake. Or yeah. something that you actually know about. But if I would say anything, probably that. Alright. All right. So you don't have problem with people, huh? I mean, no, not really. I mean, do whatever you want to do. Just don't bother me the way I do it. Uh, you are such a nice guy, why? I've never been told that yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm a nice guy, but I have a problem with certain with, with the way people watch anime in this regard. So, All right. So for me, the thing, like, don't watch anime and talk through the whole thing if you're sitting with somebody. Oh, man. Okay. Those people do it in the theaters too, you know. Right. Don't be asking me questions about what we're watching while we're watching it. I'm trying to watch it too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you want to crash course on what's going on, talk to me before the show starts. Man. They are the worst. Right. So like I said, yes, I have a problem with the way certain people watch anime, but (laughs) it's not what you think. (laughs) All right. So that brings to the question, though. What do you think of the manga readers doing the spoilers and stuff? That's a dick move. (laughs) That is a dick move. If you don't put spoilers ahead, like if you don't give people a chance to look away, that's a dick move. I mean, they sit beside you and they have uh, read the manga and stuff and they're starting to tell the whole thing about the story, you know? Yeah, that's a dick move. Yeah. Like, I hate when somebody just comes and gives you spoilers completely unprompted with no warning. Like, mm-hmm. the, 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 when it really started for me was when I was in high school and the last Harry Potter book had come out. And I had just bought my copy. And my best friend's girlfriend says, oh, can I see it? I hand it to her. She flips to the last chapter, reads through <laughs> it real quick. No, sorry, not the last book. The, the sixth book, Half-Blood Prince, flips uh, to the last chapter, skims through it, and goes, oh, shit, Dumbledore dies. I'm like, excuse you? I uh, just left uh, the bookstore with that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> See, no. That right there, that's what, that's, what, that's what made me hate people who don't, who give spoilers, and especially don't give you the chance to even try to look away from a spoiler. No. Uh, right. Uh, you deserve never to watch anime or read a book again. Yeah, for the crew out there, man, don't do that. Be nice to each other. So as for me, though, I hate people. I mean, I hate people watching anime in dub, of course. But um, you do you. But the one thing that I really hate about people watching anime is they are watching it in, like, what? Two times speed or one and a half times speed? I hate that kind of people. Wait, people actually do that? I didn't know people yeah. actually did that. I mean, yeah, they do that. <laughs> Surprisingly. I've never actually met anybody who does that. Maybe your anime circle is... Who the hell watches anime in, in two times speed? Are you talking about like a bridge series? Or do people no, actually no, watch not, like not a bridge two times speed? The real one, man. The original one. I didn't know people actually did that. <sighs> Over here, people do that. So, yeah, it really pisses me off. Yeah, that's something that would be actually aggravating. Two times speed. What the hell is that? I mean, I'm 
people watching movies with that kind of speed, right? Or or maybe uh, a TV series, right? Over there. I mean, oh. to my to my knowledge, freaking nobody watches anything at like two times speed, other than maybe like YouTube videos sometimes. Oh, so you don't have a friend like that? No, right. I don't. I don't know anybody like that. All right, good for you, man. How about you, Shannon? Sorry, what was that? Do you know people who watch uh, something in like a two times speed? Not like anime or anything. If they're watching like a, like a Twitch streamer or something like that, where they're watching and play video games and stuff, yeah, they might do that. But nothing where you actually have dialogue and stuff to listen to. Oh, all right, good for you too, man. <laughs> so those people maybe exist over here, I guess. But people don't know uh, where Malaysia is, or is Malaysia is a real country? So yeah, <laughs> I don't mind, I guess. So yeah, let's move on to our first flash. All right. So the flash review for this week is to your eternity. So this review is coming from my anime list. It's a little wordy, but we'll run with it. It, a mysterious immortal being, is sent to Earth with no emotions nor identity. However, it is able to take the shape of those around that have a strong impetus. At first, it is a sphere. Then it imitates the form of a rock. As the temperature drops and the snow falls atop the moss, it inherits the moss. When an injured lone wolf comes limping by and lays down to die, it takes on the form of the animal. Finally, it gains consciousness and begins to traverse the empty tundra until it meets a boy. The boy lives alone in a ghost town, which the adults abandoned long ago in search of the paradise said to exist far beyond the endless sea of white tundra. However, their efforts were for naught, and now the boy is in a critical state. Acquiring the form of the boy, it sets off on a never-ending journey in search of new experiences, places, and people. That's the synopsis for To Your Eternity from MyAnimeList.net. I mean, that pretty much sums up the whole episodes. Right, but we only watched the first episode, so there wasn't a whole lot to sum up. Oh, man. So, what do you think of the, the style of the animation? Um... You know, I didn't have a problem with the style. Are we talking like the art style or the no, story no, not style? the art style. The way the the storytelling goes, you know. I mean, there's no real um, protagonist in here, other than the it. Yeah, you know, not yet. I think it becomes the protagonist mm-hmm. in episode two after it takes the form of the boy. But for episode one, no, there really is no protagonist. There is no main mm-hmm. protagonist in the show. All right, so I think this is a really interesting show interesting take on a show i mean it can be like a drama or a slice of life but this is something different you know i mean the human element in it is not the what do you say it's not the main source of it in some ways yeah the human character isn't the focal point of the story yeah and it is something different something um alien you know and we don't know why it exists but i don't know what is the purpose of the thing we don't know it, it is a mystery you know and well no they told us it's, they told us what its purpose is Did its it? sole purpose is yeah its sole purpose is to gather information and experiences so it's basically like a video recorder, but it lives those experiences and brings that information back. 
Oh, really? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it's a one-liner. Maybe I missed uh, it. It was in know. it was in the beginning of the episode. It was a narration, I believe. Uh, all right. So, do you think that at the end that um the thing will go back to the space? Uh, or probably. maybe remain on the Earth? Well, I think the question is, can it die? No, it won't die, right? Because we don't know. I mean, it no, can survive no. without eating anything. Well, no, it survived as a rock without eating anything. Once it turned yeah. into the wolf and it started eating, he's like, oh, I need to eat stuff. So it learned to eat. So we don't know if the thing is immortal or if it's mortal, if it can be wounded, if it can be killed. I mean, we know it can heal, but we don't know much beyond that. So I think the question becomes, does it, is it, is it immortal? If not, then we have to look at it from a different perspective. So I think if it's immortal, yeah, it'll probably go back. It may die on the earth if it's not immortal, because I have a feeling it's going to get into some, some, some battles going on, um, some fights for survival. But, but, but I don't think it can die, though, because since it can transform into something else, whatever that uh, stimulates his thought or sensation, it can change into that form, right? Right, it turns into whatever has a strong impetus or a strong will, I guess, is I think is the right word. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes on that form in all an all-encompassing way. So organs, sense of sens- sensations, features, everything. So that means if it becomes a human, it has a human heart, a human it possibly has a human brain. So that means so say if it turned into me and somebody shot it in the head, would it die? Because right now it is in human form. I think this is we'll yeah. It, it is interesting to explore or discover uh, throughout the show, but still, yeah, it, it, it is a wonder to me and to you at least. So, Matteo, are you ready to talk? Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. So, uh, what do you think about the show? Um, I think it's. Uh... I think it's going to be an interesting So It's got an interesting concept kind of following this ball of light as it gains and transforms and gets new experiences. Um, I mean, so far, I'd like the concept. I like the characters that it introduced with it just being the one boy. I like the art style. And it's... it's I mean, the like art style is supposed to be good in this day and yeah. age, you know? Yeah, of course. It's supposed to be good, but it's not all the time good. And your keyword there was supposed to be. Right. But, when um, we see a good one, we still gotta call it out. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I, I I like the idea and the premise behind it, and I'm, I'm just excited to see how they expand upon it and how they develop it and, how, you know, what he's gonna turn into next, or is he gonna be the boy for the rest of the episode or the rest of the anime now? Uh, how is it gonna develop? That's what I'm interested in, because I am gonna kind of keep following this show. All right. Since we saw the first episode and we saw like a really tragic ending, somewhat. So, do you think that this one is going to be the next Violet Evergarden, though, Shannon? I mean, in what way? Because I mean, Violet Evergarden wasn't really depressing. <laughs> um, I mean, it's about the story of so- someone else, and Violet is the one who, I mean, experienced it all. I don't know if I agree with that, but I think it's going to be an interesting show. I think 
I want to see what's going to happen. Yeah, all right. I, I, really, I just want to see what's going to happen. I think it's going to be really interesting. I don't think it's going to be like Violet Evergarden. I think it's going to be like, I think it might be closer in storytelling to Vinland Saga, where we're following this character and watching it learn. I mean, you know, you know, Vinland Saga is not about the main character, right? It, it, is, it is about someone else. Vinland Saga, how is Vinland Saga about somebody else? It's about the uh, it's about Ashlat and not um, Thorfinn. No, Vinland Saga was about you say no, it's not Thorfinn. Thorfinn no. is the child of the the Thor. Of Thorson, yeah, yeah. No, it was about Thorfinn, but the catalyst for everything that happened was Ashlat. But mm-hmm. the over, but the story we're following, the person whose story we're actually following is Thorfinn, and the impact of Ashlad's life on Thorfinn from the time you first see him till Ashlad's death. So Thorfinn was still the main character. Yeah. But a bad one at at it. He was not a bad main character. A little one dimensional. (laughs) I mean, uh, if you listen back to our podcast, I mean, the memory will come back to you, I guess. (laughs) Maybe I need to listen to that again. So I'm not mm. about to watch the show again. That was a long show. Yeah. All right. Matthew, do you think that this is going to be the next Violet Evergarden? In a sense, well, we're going to be following this. I, I'm this assuming if he stays. Stick, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming if he stays as the boy, yes, yeah. it's going to be the next Violet Evergarden because we're going to see him develop and he's going to get all these freaking emotions and thoughts he's never had before. Yeah, like they didn't violate Evergarden, so I, I can see where you would make that comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely believe it'll take some aspects from Violet Evergarden, and uh, we can see it there. I, I think it will. All right, so guys, um, will we going to watch this one as our uh, as a full re- uh, review? Shannon, I would want to. You would want to. Compared to Tokyo Revengers, it... though. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, yes. over Tokyo Revengers. Yes, over Tokyo Revengers. <laughs> oh, yeah, most definitely. I think it's going to depend on what the third Flash review is, though. This is the third one. I thought this was the second one. No, <gasps> the first one was Shaman King. And then we did Tokyo Revengers. I forgot and this is about the third Shaman one. King. Yeah, this is the third one, brother. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. I did forget about Shaman King. Um, oh man, <laughs> it loses to Shaman King. It loses to Shaman King. Yeah, of course. I mean, we can decide later, though. So I guess let's move on to our main topic, though. All right, let me get the synopsis coached over here. All right, so for our main show this week, we are discussing Jujutsu Kaisen. Of course, so many people don't watch the show. So many people don't hyped it up. But let's break it down. Mm-hmm. Idly indulging in baseless paranormal activities with the occult club, high schooler Yuji Itadori spends his days in either the clubroom or the hospital, where he visits his bedridden grandfather. However, this leisurely lifestyle soon takes a turn for the strange when he unknowingly encounters a cursed item. Triggering a chain of supernatural occurrences, Yuji finds himself suddenly thrust into the world of curses. Dreadful beings form from human malice and negativity. 
After swallowing the said item, revealed to be a finger belonged to the demon Sukuna Ryomin, the king of curses. Juji experienced firsthand the threat these curses pose to society as he discovers his own, as he discovers his own newfound powers introduced to the Tokyo Metropolitan Jujutsu Technical High School. Jesus, that's a mouthful. He begins to walk down a path from which he cannot return. The path of a Jujutsu sorcerer. That's Jujutsu Tyson's synopsis from myanimelist.net. All right. Way to not spoil everything about the show. Yeah, that one was nice and concise. No spoilers outside of the first episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So before we get started, like always, let's give it a, like a shiitake score and a slogan, man. So let's start with you, uh, Matthew. Score. Um, probably gonna rate it a strong eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, slogan are <laughs> fingers are stronger than you think. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's bastard. a good one. That's a good one. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, Shannon. How about you? Um. My score is definitely going to be an eight and a half for sure. Mm-hmm. Slogan. What's stronger, the curse or the man? No. All right. Um, I will give you. It... Know, you, don't, you don't get to say no and hate on my slogan. You ain't even said yours yet. Yeah. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> you just said no. <laughs> no. Um, all right. This is an easy eight for me. This is really good. And my slogan is, depending on your type of woman, we could be a best friend. That is cheating because it's straight from the show. Yeah. It's still a slogan. Nevertheless. That's plagiarizing. You did not cite your source, sir. (laughs) I'm going to have to expel you from this academy. Oh man, oh man, you, you know you're, it, it is far better than Shannon's. Plagiarizing, you over here plagiarizing. Don't get me wrong, you still win, <laughs> but you're a plagiarist, and I don't want to hear you ever criticize <laughs> my stuff ever again. Oh man, oh man, so I win this this week, but I, I like Meteos, I, 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 I like Meteos. <laughs> yeah, the cheaters never prosper, but in this case, you win. All right, I'm gonna take whatever I can, you know. <laughs> so, guys, uh, usually I don't like uh, hype anime or hype shows because it literally disappoints me whenever I watch it. But this one is different, though. This one is really good. So, Shannon, uh, do you think that this show is going to be the next? Um, Naruto or the next Bleach? Um, I don't think so. It really depends on how they tell the story with the fingers. Because it does not seem to me like it has a ton of longevity to it. Like Naruto and Bleach do. I think the storyline is definitely like good enough to be the next one of those two. Um, but I don't know. I view this one kind of more in a Yu Yu Hakusho kind of realm. And I know I'm going back a ways, but the storyline with him and he's got his crew and 
each one fights in a different way. It, it definitely reminds me more of Yu Yu Hakusho in that style. And then yeah. how the enemies have their own crew kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And it, it just seems like they tend to work in like four man squads. I don't know. For me, it just screams Yu Yu Hakusho and not in a, in, in a really good way, but not in a copycat way either. Like it's totally unique. I like how it changed things up. All I right. can't wait to find out about his parents. I better get that. Uh, in I mean, he's the one who, who's cutting his grandpa um, what's over there, you know? Yeah, he wouldn't listen. I'm like, I yeah. want like it, he he's too strong to be normal. I know, but because he was strong. Can before. you just listen to to the old guy over there and just ignore right, him? You know, your grandpa. Ah, <sighs> man. I don't know. All right, maybe yeah. We will discover that. We already know that. You know, maybe the apparent is involved in jujitsu. Probably, highly likely. Yeah, but still, yeah. Um. Matthew, what do you think of the show? I think the show is freaking amazing. Um, I do agree with Shannon that it, we put it more in a kind of a Yu Yu Hakusho type realm. I, I don't think there's enough there's enough content to go any longer. I know the manga is only on 150 or so chapters, which isn't a whole lot. Um, is it still ongoing though? It's still ongoing. Uh, I'm not all the way through the manga, so I don't know how close it is to ending. Um, but I know it is still ongoing. Um, but I mean, kind of just—it's really it hits all around. It's an all rounder. I love the characters. The fight scenes are fantastic. There's great kind of comic relief, and I don't know. I, there isn't really anything I disliked about the show. I mean, in my opinion. This thing could be big, you know. If, I, I agree. I mean, if the the main villain is not about um those like what curse spirit or something, and it is not all about Sukuna, and maybe there's a bigger threat in, in their world that exists other than Sukuna, maybe. I mean, I I agree with you. I think it'll be huge. I think it'll probably be one of the the bigger animes, probably in like the 2010s, 2020s. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I mean, the whole premise of it is all about collecting Sukuna's um fingers, right? And not about other right, things. So, yeah, there's twenty of them. But still, it, it is a limiting factor of the show. So it is hard for them to expand more than that, I guess. But still, I I was hoping no, I that like um this is going to be more than that. If that makes sense, you know. Though I was while I was sitting here listening to you guys talk about something, um, I just had a theory mm-hmm. about why uh, it's Ryuji, right? Uh, Yuji. Yuji. Why yeah. Yuji might be so strong. All right. Let's hear what it. What if Yuji is a curse? I mean, I don't think so. If Yuji, Yuji well, is a out, curse. Hear me out. Hear mm-hmm. me out. Hear me out. Because obviously we know humans, can, normal humans can't see curses. Only certain ones can. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, because I don't think I'm getting my anime crossed here. They discussed a sorcerer who knew how to create a human curse hybrid. 
by a human giving birth to a curse. The giving birth to a curse's child. Yeah, that was the that was the very last like three episodes with the right. brothers. Right. So it wouldn't be outside of the realm of possibility that he could be part curse. I don't think so. Maybe he can be, but he is as strong as like a, a strong human and not in a no, he's not. good spirit way, you know? I mean, no, no. Before he, before he started studying sorcery and learning to use curse energy and all that, that fool could run as fast as a car. He could run as fast as a car. That's not I, I, I don't think we can take that literally, you know. It only like a one no, liner from from the uh-uh. show. This no episode one. This fool crashes through a window, drop kicks a curse so hard that it drops it drops both of his friends. That is actual damage to a curse. Something that can't I mean, be it, affected by normal means. It's a lower level curse, but still, yeah. Right, but when have you ever seen... Okay, more information is needed, but as far as I understand it, normal people can't fight curses. Mm-hmm. Their, their attacks yeah. would have no effect on them. If I walked up to a curse with a gun and shot a curse with a gun, nothing would happen. But mm-hmm. he drop-kicked this fool and did some damage. Maybe because he touched the um the curse object beforehand. That would no. That wouldn't give him cur- That wouldn't give him the ability to use curse energy. I mean, he had the ability to see them, um, clearly after that. Right, but that no, he could see them before that. He can see ghosts, but I not think, a curse spirit, right? I think him object. being a curse would explain why he could handle the the fingers and. It would explain why he's so strong. Him being part curse, I think it's a and he could see curses and ghosts before. Because when he went in and fought the thing, he could see it clear as day. He could see the curse. But I remember that he said, "I never uh, saw a uh, a curse object like that." He said, "Clearly, I guess." Yeah. But that's so not, but beforehand, not that. maybe it was just a ghost or something. Well, no, but okay, but it makes more sense to be to think of it like this. It's not that he couldn't see it; it's that his powers weren't fully awakened yet. Maybe. There have been other anime where there's been a catalyst that mm-hmm. reactivated the other part of them. Again, using Yu Yu Hakusho, if he had never become a spirit detective, his demon energy never would have surfaced. Yeah. So okay. if that cursed object awakened his curse side beyond what it was already at that would explain it but just coming in contact with a cursed object doesn't give you additional abilities at least I mean, not from but, the way described it but we have to agree that Yuji is someone special he, he is not that after oh, consuming the fingers and yeah probably you, you are true with that theory but we still don't know that yet fully I guess no, I, 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 and that's why I said it's. It, that's why I said it is a theory, but mm-hmm. it was one that it, it made too much sense when I thought about it. <laughs> say. Since um, I guess we we all didn't read the source material, so yeah, <laughs> we we can assume, but 
yeah, still, it's just a theory, though. All right, so this the the the, the fight the fighting choreography is one of the best in ages now. You know, don't you think? By far, one hundred percent, one of the best we've seen in quite some time. Yeah, right. Oh uh, man, it's so smooth. It's flashy in just the right ways. Mm-hmm. It's creative. Like if we think to the fight between Sukasa, not Sukasa. I don't know why I said Sukasa. Yuji. Uh, what was that? What was the meathead's name? Uh, Toto. Toto. And then the forest curse. If you um, think back to their fight. Anami. Right. Their fight was so unique and creative to where his power, this big, burly, stomp a mud hole in you, dude. What is his special ability? He claps his hands and he switches places with a target. Man. That's it. That's so good. That is pretty my favorite scene in the whole show. Right, but it's such a basic-ass power to just switch places with someone or something. And the alternative, but the way they decided to use it was so good. I mean, you have to be really experienced in combat to to pull that off, you know. I mean, that's actually one thing that I loved about the show was the powers weren't super, like, out there creative. I mean... You had Yuji who just fought hand to hand. You had Megumi who used, um, God, why is it spirits? I wouldn't call them spirits, but they're not spirits. And then you had, um, and then you had Kugisaki who was just using um, a type of voodoo. I mean, all I mean, the emerald and the needle. There and, you go. And then the only one that was like, I way will out say, there was Saturn, which he needed to be way out there, but it was. I love yeah, that boy the that boy that is op that is op as am you know <laughs> but I will say this um what was wait, what was the girl's name uh nobara Nagasaki nobara yeah her power was 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 way too way too plot armor All right explain that so when she first used resonance, I'm like, cool, makes sense. You have like she has an arm. She used the nail in the voodoo doll. What happened to the hand then happens to the hole. Mm-hmm. Got it. Cool. I dig it. Then this heifer fights the brothers. And uh, yeah. gets cursed. And then mm-hmm. she uses the same ability, resonance, to then hammer her own arm. And harm them through the fact that their blood touched her. It, I mean, it, it is the strongest link towards the target. No, I mean, no, they specifically I, say I that blood is super weak when it comes no, to no, no. It said it, the blood is, is the strongest link. No, no it said, said the bl- weakest link. Had, no, it said blood was the weakest link when it's. In when it's being used with the dolls, but when it was actually yeah. infused in her system, it was strong. But I, yeah. I don't think her balance was more so plot armor. I think it was more so situationally strong, and this just happened to fit the situation. Yeah. See, I don't know. I don't know. For me, that was way too convenient. 
Because, I mean, in, in other fights, she wasn't as useful. Yeah. I think right. her, no, no, her no. power I is just that. a lot more situational and not applied. Right. I mean, you don't I mean, want to see another Sakura in here, right? No, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying she can't <laughs> be useful. My problem is this. When she fought earlier, her technique worked just fine. If they had used a different technique, like a blood bond technique or some shit like that, I would have been fine with it. Because it's a different technique than the one she's used before. But when she used it this time, it had a very different outcome. Because spikes didn't shoot out of their bodies. What happened was she linked the curse that they put on her back to themselves. Yeah. When we'd seen Resonance the first time, she put a spike into the doll, into his arm, and spike shot out of his body. But when she's stabbing herself, all of a sudden they just become linked. Whatever their status is, is linked to each other. And somehow Wait, time out, that but... status was then transferred to the other brother who didn't do the attack. That is but... way too convenient. Wasn't when she actually hammered the doll and it killed the brother, didn't he have a spike come out of him when she hammered the doll into the arm? Right. I think it did. That is true. Mm-hmm. So I but, think that's maybe why, that's why I didn't have a problem with that part. But the fact that her nails do different things, like creates a link between the blood and him. When the doll's not involved, it just creates a link between them. But if the doll's involved, it creates a piercing effect. It it's too convenient of it's too convenient of an ability to be like, yeah, if I do it like this, this just happens to happen this way. I mean, I mean, maybe that's her, just her ability is just to need to meet um, a certain condition, you know, and that uh, is maybe, the right time yeah. To, to, yeah. I mean, she did say it herself that she was even lucky that it did hurt the other brother when she did it. She yeah. wasn't using right. it for but that it, intention. Right, but again, way too convenient for the storyline because if it had, well, no, 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 because if it hadn't affected the other brother. The first brother never would have stopped his ability. He wouldn't yeah, have. But then Yuji would have beat his ass because Yuji was already beating his ass. No, the the younger, the little brother was getting his ass whooped because the, because of the fact that he could not move because he was affected by the technique from resonance. That's the only reason that he was getting beat down so bad. Mm-hmm. And then once he dropped, once he dropped the technique. And residents no longer had an effect on them. That's when he. That's when Yuji and them were free to go. Just go completely ham. No, because they were still under the curse when Yuji started going. That's why the the other no, brother was like no, no, freaking I, I out so see, much. But he was getting stomped. So okay, we'll use the brother that cast the curse as brother A, and then the ugly one is brother B. Okay, <laughs> brother B was getting stomped on. Because he was under the effects of his own curse, because of resonance. And he knew he was going to die unless he was no longer under the effects of that curse. But the yeah. first brother had to drop it. Mm-hmm. So if he's already getting beat down and he's about two steps from death, the other bro- brother A dropped the curse, ending the resonance, and then the younger brother still died because he was already beat down. Yeah. But none of that would have happened. There's no way they would have won that Yuji and what's her name would have won if the first brother had not, if they had not have been afflicted 
by their own curse. So the so fact I, that it was able to reflect the curse back onto them, then it affected not only the brother that cast it, but the other one. We're getting into very lucky territory. Almost so I, like I think, almost plot armor territory. I, I think I mean, the still, the still is still in her body, right? Even even they release the curse or, or something. So the the link between them is still legit. Yeah, I, I think it, the the link between the, the link brothers between them is still legit. Yeah, the link between the brothers because they were all linked. One brother was supposed to take the other brother, so that's how. That's where I guess the show is kind of negating your plot armor is by explaining that they link ne- between no, the brothers. Never, they never said their link was bloodbound. They just said, "You live for me. He live. You live for me. I live for him. He lives for you." That was their bond explained. But there was no discussion of blood. There was no discussion of unified curses or anything like that. But, but there was the 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 technique is pretty similar, right? They are uh, they are all know? using a, a blood, and so you the only difference is the other the other one's blood is far stronger than the the other one, you know, right? Right. So just because they use the same type of attack doesn't mean that they're the same. I mean, they are siblings. You get my point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> If I shoot my brother, my, I'm not going to be affected. <laughs> But this is jujutsu. This is sorcery, man. They're the linked by their cursed yeah. energy, sir. You know what? Yeah, y'all, y'all can y'all can get y'all can shut the I, hell up. I'm sorry. I this think your issue with off. this is they didn't explain the power system well enough for you. I know. Yes. No, the, uh, this is all about the power system <laughs> all over all over again. No, the power system was explained very well. I give them props for that. You know how I am about that. The power system was explained very well. But you now created a giant hole that I that you now need to explain to me what the f- just happened because you're sitting here saying that things don't work the way that they've worked the rest of the show or worked any point after that. Yeah, you have an ability that does something entirely different because of this one particular situation. You have the winning of a fight based upon the fact the attack aimed at someone who wasn't even the original target. But somehow managed to connect both of them together. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's too convenient. It's too convenient. I don't think it's too. I think it's all situational. I think yeah. I don't think there's a hole here. No, that's, it's that's all just situational. Convenient. You could have solved the whole I problem. Mean, you could have solved the whole problem by a different dialogue of uh, of explaining the brothers' bond as opposed to just "you live for me, I live for him, he lives for you," and then you could have solved the whole problem with the attack by naming it something different. When I. Are all connected. No, it, it, Whenever it, 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 the brothers uh, has died, the the first one uh, no not he felt right. it. Yeah, I I think where I can see yeah, your plot it, armor that doesn't, that doesn't I, explain it. I I don't see your plot armor there. I see it more so when he's fighting Nanami and he pulls off the freaking six black fists in a row or whatever the hell the power is called. But four. even before they said the record was what like two in a row. No, he pulled off four black fists. He tied it. I know. Mm-hmm. No, he. I'm pretty sure he beat it. Didn't he beat it? No, he no, tied. No. He didn't beat it. He tied. I thought he beat it. No, when I mean, he was lucky at that time. He said he was lucky, but um, when Yuji did it, he literally hit four almost in a row, mm-hmm. and they were all purposeful. 
Yeah. But again, that, I don't see that as plot armor, though, because it wasn't like that was the deciding factor in the fight is whether or not he could use Black Flash. But it is still uh, convenient in a way. It is still, it is still convenient. too convenient. No, no, no. I'm yeah. not saying it wasn't convenient. I'm just saying it, it doesn't it doesn't make the definition of plot armor. It's not like he would have lost that fight if he absolutely could not use Black Flash. Because no, no, no. the deciding factor in that fight but when was you say about convenience, even Yuji Yuji's power is too convenient, right? Of course, of course he's too convenient. Yeah. He's the main character. But yeah. no, he would have lost that fight because if he wasn't able to use Black Flash, he wouldn't have been Do-do. killed by the other guy. And he would have lost the fight. Yep. No, if he no no no. If he wasn't able to pull off one black flash, he would the other guy wouldn't win the fight. That's what I just said. That's what I just said. So he would have lost the fight. No, no, no. I understand that. My point is not the four is the four black flashes was not the was not the key. You could have run the whole fight with him getting his behind whooped and then pulling off a singular black flash out of desperation. And then the other dude would have joined the fight. And things would have still gone the same way. So I don't see it as it was a do or die situation. What really made him, what really made it become important was the fact that it changed the curse's opinion on fighting. But still, it, it doesn't change the, the fact fight. that it is still uh, depending on the situation and it is still convenient. You know? I didn't say it wasn't convenient, I said it was convenient. I said yeah. I don't. Th- I said it doesn't meet the definition of but plot. I, under that situation, it is still the same as Novara. No, it's not. I think it's exactly the same. I think it's exactly okay. the same. Was he was he using a technique that was exactly the same as that before? But she didn't execute the technique in the exact same way. She didn't stab the doll. She stabbed her body. Right. So, so now that change- therein changes the technique. Right. But you it changes your desire. Even Yuji before that, that before stupid. before encounter Hanami. Different no. activation. No, if you have a technique that performs X way every time, and then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna try stabbing myself in the arm instead of a doll and see what happens. That is stupid. That is the no, definition see, of plot. High, highly depending on on if he she, she made the condition to use the the technique. Right, but she's never used that technique before. Because no one ever throwing their blood at, at her. Right. So you mean to tell me that no one has ever thrown blood at her before? No. And she says, my technique works by bond. The blood yeah, is not really... rot blood. Not decayed. Yeah, not Let, me blood. Let me finish. <laughs> Let me finish. No one's ever thrown blood at me before. He spit blood on me. Blood is weak, I know, but I think it's stronger inside the body. It should in be. It should be inside my body now. So let mm-hmm. me stab myself with a spike to see what will happen, because she didn't know what was going to happen. She did it with the hopes that she could make a bond, yeah. not knowing what that bond would do, because she's never done it before. And miraculously, that that technique automatically links their conditions, their status, and not only does it link to her but it links to the other brother as well. How is yeah. that in any way the same as Ryuji pulling off a technique that he did not know before? And I'm not I saying mean, he didn't get lucky pulling off four of them in a row, but he was off training with what's his name, who obviously showed him how to do a black flash, and he managed to pull it off in this fight. How are those two things the same? I mean, it, it is the same that it, they are convenient and they are under the same situation, I guess. But in Yuji's case, there, there is someone 
right there to teach him how to do it properly. But in Nobara's case, it is just a lucky break. There you go. I'm not saying it wasn't lucky that Yuji managed to pull it off. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that it wasn't lucky that he was able to pull off four in a row. My point mm-hmm. is that he already knew how to do it because we already have to assume that what's-his-name showed him. He just had to manage to pull it off. Yeah. Her, on the other hand, she was wearing a blindfold, throwing a dart at a dartboard, and managed to hit a bullseye. That but is why. But who's to say that she was never trained? Because, I mean, most of the training thing shows Yuji's. Yeah, but they was Nobara's, right? But, but remember Megumi's when they did the flashback, and then he was able to use the domain. But he didn't show him how to use the domain. He just told him, hey, believe in yourself or some shit like that. Who's no, to say she, have, she, she didn't talk to you? You can't be taught how to use convenient. Exactly. No, they explained to you that part. They explained that to you already. You can't be taught how to use a domain. That's why what's his name, who's a first class source, the business one, that's why he's a first class, but he can't use a domain because it hasn't clicked in your head. It has to be something that is instinctual in yourself and you figure it out. That's why the special types. That's why they learn to use theirs. But when what's his name? When um, what's what's the other guy's name? The one with the demon dogs. Megumi. Megumi. When Megumi pulled his off, it was incomplete. He learned. He basically figured out how to do it, but he didn't know how to make it perfect. So who's to say this isn't an incomplete technique from Nobara? Mm-hmm. I didn't say it wasn't an incomplete technique from nobody. But it's what not plot armor then. It is plot armor. If somebody didn't train her. Survived, if that's the only way they survived is because of the fact she was able to pull off this one in a 10 million chance that everything lines up exactly perfect. She's able to create a residence using the blood that's in her body. She's able to then somehow manage to share status, which she did not know she could do with not one, but two of them. That that is plot armor. Automatically, don't just act, lucky. I've already explained oh, that. Just a lucky break, I guess. Not, not a plot armor. Right but, right, but you guys keep pointing out things that either a are are one are lucky, but they're not plot armor because they've already been explained. Mm-hmm. And then comparing it to this, which is definitely freaking plot armor. Uh, I I disagree. Yeah, I disagree too. No, it's uh, we can we can disagree, but that's just a fucking plot armor. <laughs> All right, moving on. We 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 have been arguing about this for half an hour, I guess. <laughs> it has not been a half hour arguing about that one topic. Maybe yeah, about sure fifteen. It minutes. No, it's about fifteen minutes. I checked the time earlier. Oh man! All right, so guys, um, what do you think of the art style of the show? Gorgeous. The art style is great. Gorgeous. So. It's um, grotesque when it needs to be. The fight scenes are beautiful. The effects are great. I got no complaints. All right. Do you think that this show should be labeled as gory? Yes. Yes. Right. I don't know. What do you think of of, of that that goriness of the show? I mean, it should be um, the target dem- demographic should be like. Uh, all ages, right? But no, <laughs> I, I don't think it should be all ages at all. 
Hold on, what was, what was the target demographic? I, I mean, like, Yu Yu Hakusho and Boruto and this. Yeah, this show oh, was already God. rated R17. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, it was already rated R17. <laughs> I know. But, I don't know. Maybe they should tone down the goriness? Maybe? No, I, I think if you tone down the goriness, you lose a lot. You lose a lot. No, it's just keep, keep your kids at home and don't watch the show. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. no, I think if you tone down the goriness, like, you lose something. Like, when, when Yuji lost the boy from the high school, I think if you tone that down, you kind of lose why it hurt Yuji so much. Yeah, and even, oh, yes, of course, that, that, that scene. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since we are at um, that kind of topic, so... What is your least favorite scene throughout the show, man? Shannon? Probably everything that happened with that high school kid that you were just talking about. Oh, Junpei? Yeah, everything until... Everything between when we first meet him to the point where he shows up back at the school and he's got the jellyfish. I mean, we cannot blame him per se, you know? He was no, really... No, 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 no. I'm not blaming him. I don't like him because I was bored. You were bored by that? I, that section, that was the first part of the series where I got bored. That's wow. what, for me, and that's for me what brought it down to an 8.5. Like, oh. I was digging the not-in-school vibe of the whole thing. Just, like, it didn't revolve around school. And all of a sudden, we got to bring this back to schools and bullying. And I, I don't know. It just bored me. And it's like... You getting your ass whooped like this, the teacher's looking the other way, and then teacher shows up at your house, and it's like all this stuff is like, I swear, if you don't just don't get a baseball bat and catch one of these fools slipping, it's just <laughs> like, I don't know, it just it just bored me. It's like I, I I think I'm just to the point in my life where I'm tired of seeing this this trope done over and over again. Um, yes, I know school bullying is a thing. Yes, I agree, it's mm-hmm. horrible. Yes, for me. I'm at the point where I'm tired of seeing it in things that I use to escape from the real world. Yes, so, agree. I, I just didn't like that section because it, 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 it was boring to me and I, I couldn't bring myself to care about the character at all um, until he actually did what I basically did what I said, got the jellyfish and was like, oh, I got something for you right now. My only complaint is that he got away with scars. And he didn't get put in the dirt. He held I mean, back we, we cannot just um, skip the whole thing because the whole thing... No, no, uh, no, no. Uh, I'm not well, saying to skip yeah. the whole thing. I'm just saying I did not enjoy that section of it. I enjoyed it again once we got to the, to the explanation. If you would have showed me him getting beat up by the four kids, <clears throat> getting burned with the cigarette, um, that exchange they had where it's like, well, you just want to get in their pants... And she's just doing it to show you guys up. And then showed me that. And then fast forward to him skipping school. And then go straight to the scene where he shows up in the gymnasium with the jellyfish. That would have been fine. That would have told me everything I needed to know. I hate this person, that person, that person, and that person. Because of this particular one 30 second clip that I needed to see. For me, they dragged out the part that I didn't need to know that much. And... Made it a little bit too harsh for me. If they wanted to connect him to Yuji, 
They could have did it at easy school. They could have uh, made them a class. I, I don't think it is all about connecting. Uh, that well, no, no, there was a Yuji. there was a big part. No, there was a big part of it was the connection that grew between him and Yuji. Yes, of because course. it was. I mean, so, uh, someone probably reached out to the the guy that got bullied. I mean, it's important, you know. But still, yeah, I agree with your point. I I know where you come from, but still, it, it is a crucial part for you. I you need to it, show it, someone try to reach out to to the victim, you know. Right, I understand that, but I'm saying it could have been done better. Yeah, we, it could have been done better, section, of course. If we shorten that section, change. Mm. If you want to change how Eugene and him bonded, have him have been an old friend of Eugene's that, that where they lost touch, reconnect, and then that yeah. that friendship is already there. You could have solved that whole section that they took what two two and a half episodes for, and did it in less than an episode, and we would have had that connection. And we would have understood why we hated these people. And then we could have got to Yuji having to make the hard choice. But I don't know, though. Um, try to reach out to your old friend or, or a stranger. Which one is far better and far effective in that situation? I don't know. For me, reaching out to an old... Like, I've got friends that I was super close to when I was younger. That mm -hmm. we grew apart as we got older or we moved or what have you reconnecting that old friendship because when you when you part ways with someone and you see them decades later you your mindset is still of this is still my friend from that long ago this is our this is our connection to each other and it's not until you start talking again and you see the divide that oh this isn't the same person that it was back then that's when you relate that's when that the feelings you have change so it's easier to have that initial connection and want to help someone and want to rekindle that connection than it is to create a new connection from scratch. But I think though they are trying to show us that even though people um they are strangers, you still can reach out to them in a way, you know? I I, I can understand they, that. But yeah, still, yeah. It, it, that's not what I pulled for me. It just I just pulled I'm going to sleep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Story-wise, yes, but if you try to put meaning behind the action that you did, it becomes something else, all right? So, Matthew, least favorite scene? Um, without having to copy Shannon? Probably oh, no. when... Probably... Like that. No, I said without copying Shannon. Um, when they were talking about how the three brothers were made and how they were experimenting and the dude impregnated the wife nine times and aborted the babies nine times. I thought that shit was wild. Kind of. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy, right? Oh, no. As for me, though, the scene where Junpei's mom was set up to be, to be the sacrifice, you know, to be the victim. I mean, she is pretty innocent, but still, though, the the whole situation just oh uh, no i i know that junpei is going to die and his mom is going to die too but the setup for it it is too much you know i mean yeah she, she is great she is a great woman and stuff and they are start to bond with each other and that character just died instantly <laughs> 
no. I, I hate it so much. But back to the positive part. Um, favorite scene. Um, Shannon, go. Uh, it's gotta be the fight between... It's either the fight between Sato and the Volcano Curse or the Earth Curse. Sato. The Satoru? Uh, Satoru and that Curse Spirit? The first one? They shortened, they shortened his name to Sato. Um, huh? You watch it in doubt? Yes, I did. Uh, all right. <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> no, they changed the character's name to Sato. Why? No, his name, no, his name is still Satori, but they short, they short, they short change it to Sato. They short, right. they give you shorthand for Sato, but they still say his name is Satori. So no, they didn't Sa- change Satoru, his name. Satoru, not Satori. Sorry, Satoru. My bad. I said it wrong, not them. Just <laughs> the elitist over here. Sometimes Uh-oh. I got sometimes I got shit to do, especially on a twenty-four episode series. No, I gotta I gotta focus on speed, not not purity. All right, okay. Um, so the fight between Satoru and um the Earth Spirit is mm-hmm. top tier, and then I'm almost tied. Possibly, like if I had to, if I was like pressed to choose, close second is the fight between Yuji and the Forest Spirit. Yuji, Todo, and Hanami. Yeah, dude, you know how I am with names. You lucky you got that much out of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matthew, how about you? Um, my first one is gonna be the fight with um, shoot, Yuji and Mahito when Mahito, Mahito touches yeah. his when Mahito touches his spirit and Sukuna is like. That shit. Oh man, that was funny. <laughs> and then uh my second one was um Maki versus her sister, just because Maki's a badass. Oh come on. Or the panda Gongu as a fight. The panda is dope too. Pandas, huh? I don't know. I am I think... not to pick the popular stuff. I mean the panda in Vistas. Great as well, I guess. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> I do have a question though. Why do they? If you, if you can make um a a cursed doll that easy and that powerful, why aren't there an army of them? I mean, it is not easy. That is the reason why there's only one panda. Right, but the the principal seemed to have a whole crew of them. Yeah, I mean, you need to. Imbued your uh, curse power into them. Right. Okay. So you sit there and you keep making, because I assume you just mean the core, because mm-hmm. the panda had three cores. Yeah. So if you have each each one just imbued, like if you have, say, you've got fifteen jujutsu sorcerers, have them take time and imbue a single core once a month, once every two months. That's a whole army of cursed dolls. All right. So let's think think it like this. Everyone can draw, right? But not everyone can draw r- really good. So this is the same thing as making right. the so, doll. So one well, no, no. So the question becomes, are you producing the core? Are you producing the core when you're pouring in your energy? Or is the core is made and you pour your energy into it? I think it is made. It is not readily available. I yeah. 
Okay. I think that, okay, that's it's fine. But um, obviously, two people can make them. Yeah, but depend depending on who made them, uh, it it gets um, I mean, it depends. Uh, it the finished product will get a different quality. So for my um favorite scene, there's a couple of them. So I love the fight uh, with Gojo Satoru. That I mean, he's still he is still holding back. I mean, he can teleport and take Yuji from the house and teleport back over there to watch uh, him fight. That is funny, and I, I love the fight, uh, the tag team fight uh, with Todo fighting the forest spirit, I guess. And I also like when. That one scene where uh, Gojo is trying to teach um, Yuji how to channel the curse spirit, right? And Yuji is right. Uh, it's like, uh, can uh, can you teach me how to do a curse technique? And the the sensei said, uh, you don't have the talent for it. <laughs> and Yuji start to like turn into a paper. And it starts going meta, right? And Yuji said, I thought I'm going to learn how to use uh, a spirit gun or a Rasengan or a dual yeah. bankai, you know? <laughs> it goes meta. Like that way. I, I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that I thought you gotta, I thought I could use a spirit gun or do a bankai <laughs> or do <a> Rasengan. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Yeah, I, I was, yeah, that part was pretty funny. <laughs> All right. So, since we are at that um at that point, so let's talk about characters. Shannon, who's your favorite character? Though? My favorite character from going <clears throat> from going away from the main characters. Oh goodness! I gotta go. I'm gonna go with the panda because I'm I'm gonna avoid the main characters. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with panda. Wow, you cool with pandas? I was, digging, I was digging panda, especially when he cha- when he changed the gorilla uh, form. Well, it wasn't even gorilla form; it was combo form. I was oh. like, bruh. because he already. And the crazy thing was that was him with two damaged cores. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even him with full power. Yeah, that's terrifying. I mean, he's fighting a robot. What can you expect? <laughs> no, but that's the thing, though. He was fighting the robot with a dam- with two damaged cores. Two. Mm. Yeah. So if he had three full-function cores, imagine how much more, de- more deadly he would have been. Yeah, probably. That, that's for me. I want to see that. So he definitely gets up. He definitely gets it. Um... If I'm choosing from the main characters, other than Sato, because he's OP as all hell, um, I'm going to go with Megumi. Are you cool with Megumi? Uh, honestly, I, like, early early one, like, he was, he was, he was a bitch <laughs> in the beginning. Um, <laughs> bro, you going to summon a demon dog, it going to die, and then you just like, damn. But then, all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, if one of them dies, the others get its ability. 
and he got this savage looking dog, <laughs> this savage looking beast dog now. And then top that off when he finally like embraced his shadow form. I'm just like, bro, I want to see you go all out. I want to see you take all the breaks off. Like, I want to see, I want to see what, um, I can't remember the main villains, the main demon's name now. Um, what he was, what he was seeing, and what he, why he didn't kill him, what he was trying to bring out. I want to see that. So I'm choosing them not on what I saw, but on potential and what I want to see from this series. Yeah, Sukuna changed his mind after talking with um, Megumi, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what when, this, when Megumi yeah, was did, like, but... he was pushed to the end of his limits. And he was like, why'd you run in the prison? And then all of a sudden he just starts turning, like he saw like him storing up cursed energy and it starts radiating off of him. Like he's about to go straight Super Saiyan on this fool. I mm-hmm. want to see what that form was going to be. I want to see what he was bringing out. Because he's holding back something. Yeah. Even Gojo said that you are not at your best right now. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that dude is having like a uh, confidence issue, I guess. He's not confident with himself. Well, you better suck it up and get over it. Mm, yeah, it will take time, but yeah, I don't know. Megumi, yeah, I, w- I just want to see what he can do. Right. So, Matteo, who's your favorite character? Um, oh, don't say the pandas again. No, I'm not going to say the damn panda again. He um, hates He does not respect the panda's badassery. If we're gonna, if we're gonna go down that list the same way, um, would we consider Skuna a main character or supporting? Yes, of course. All right, then he's my favorite main character. Um, my favorite supporting character is gonna be Maki. Skuna. Oh, like the Skuna. Yeah. 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 Um, my favorite supporting is going to be Maki or Inu Maki, the guy who uses words because he's kind of cool. Yeah, he was pretty dope. I was I was on the edge with him. And But then I'm, you know, and I mean, honorable. if he's fighting human, he can be really cool. But when yeah. he's fighting a spirit, um, not so I don't know, much. He, he kind of fucked it up. He's pretty yeah. okay. <laughs> right. And then, well, no, um, that's the thing though. Like the more powerful the word he uses. The more damage yeah, it, it can, takes. yeah, it can affect him so, too. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, no, it's not that But, it affects him too; it destroys his body. That's why he started vomiting blood. Yeah, I don't know. And then <laughs> you get my honorable mention: definite best girl, possible waifu is obviously Nobara Kugasaki. She's amazing. Really. ยังไม่รู้ว่าไวฟูบ้าฮะเป็นเพศอะไรเนี่ยโอ้โหฮึดโอ้โหโอ้โหโอ้โหโอ้โหโอ้โหโอ้โหโอ้โหโอ้โห
Yeah. Hell no. I like, I'm sorry, did I buy this crap? No. No. I mean, they are the two faces of a one. Point, all right? She's A1. <laughs> she is A1. Oh, Wife no. material. She is, she is C grade at best. I mean, I, I would choose Maya over Nobara. I would not. Nobara is amazing. Oh, man. Come on. All right. So, my favorite character would, would be Todo, you know? Even though Todo is quite a quirky character, but damn, that dude is awesome. And if, if the third year is that strong, I couldn't wait to see what is the fourth year would bring to the show, you know? Because they said that um, the school has like, what, a four-year, right? A four-year system in there, right? Yeah, four-year system. Because four years can't compete in the the inter school thing. Yeah. So is the if the third year is that strong, I couldn't wait to see the fourth year. And that is from Kyoto too, not not from the main school, right? We haven't seen any of the third year in Tokyo Tech, right? Jujutsu Tech. No, we haven't seen any of the fourth years or third or technically even the second years from Jujutsu Tech. No, the pandas. Um, oh, that's uh, right. They're the second. So we haven't seen third or fourth years from that school. Yeah. No, because so, the ones that got the ones that got banned were third years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no third and no fourth years yet. Yep. So you know that there would be uh, far more amazing characters uh, ahead. You know, so I couldn't wait for that. So as for now, Todo would be my favorite characters. So, how about the least favorite characters, Shannon? Hmm. I think hmm. this is going to be an easy answer, but still. Yeah, I was trying to find another answer. Nope, it's her. Ooh. What's her name? The Hammer hammer and Nail. No, oh, man. <laughs> I was it's trying painful. not to choose her. I was trying. Oh. I was sitting here thinking about other characters. I wow. was trying. It didn't work. Shame. I Shame. mean, I know you hate that technique and the plot armor stuff that you are talking about, but still, though. Well, no, no, she's like, not even a bad her character. character gets on my nerves. Even her, I didn't say she was a bad character. I said she gets on my nerves. There's a difference. I mean, she's a bitch, but a good bitch, you know? No, she's not. She's an annoying one. <laughs> she's what I like, expected. Uh, what's her name? What's, uh, what is it? Mik- Mickey? Mickey? Maki? Huh? My, my sister. My. Maki. Yeah. My, no, my sister. Maki. Maki right? Yeah. Yeah. Maki, no, Maki, Maki has bitch tendencies too. But yeah. she is but she ha but she would she has she redeems herself. I don't want any done that. <laughs> <laughs> but still don't know Bora. Oh bro. Best girl. Mm, not not best girl. You know it. But still do. All right. Uh, Matthew, how about you? Uh, it's got to be the principal from the other school. Yes, that is the answer that I'm looking for from you guys. His fucking power was lame as fuck. He was an asshole. I I mean, that that old dude should be like in in every anime ever, you know, like in Bleach or in. <laughs> <laughs> 
But every <laughs> old dude has a dope power. Dude, just freaking lame. <laughs> yeah, dude, every old dude has a dope power. His was fucking lame. A guitar. Music. Well, he was a dick, so he doesn't deserve a great power. I mean, you could, you could make one, at least. Exactly. He, deserve, he did not deserve a great power. He deserved exactly what he got. But still, though, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but look at the principles, though. Both principles have, has like somewhat stupid powers, <laughs> right? On the Tokyo side, um, the principal is making a doll, and <laughs> on the other side, pretty dope. The dolls are pretty dope. <laughs> on the other side, the principal is a fucking rock star. You know. I don't know, man. But still, yeah. That that old dude can die a horrible death. Yep. Or maybe he, he should turn into a curse or something, you know? Alright, so let's wrap thing, this thing up. Um, So, guys, what do you expect uh, coming from the show uh, from this point forward, Shannon? What can we expect? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. And that's what I'm kind of worried about. Because I don't want it to take the... the uh, it, it could easily go the Narak, the Inuyasha way and just get off the rails quick because they have a finite number of tasks to complete with these fingers. And they can just end up stringing that along for an ungodly amount of time the way that they did with Naraku and Inuyasha. And I hope they don't. Or they can consolidate things and make it from point A to point B, like you Yuhaka show, and it could be great. So I honestly don't know. Um, I think they're gonna. I, I want to see why he took over. He made that pact with him. But until we know why he did that, and until we know, like, if, until we know a bit more about them, like what that other group is planning, I really don't know which way they're gonna go with this. All right. Um, how about you, Matthew? What do you think? More fingers, more badass fights. I'm watching it. Either way it goes, I'm probably going to love it. I didn't mind Inuyasha all that bad in the drawn out story. I mean, we only saw like a group of a good spirit, right? Maybe that's more. Maybe that's more. I expect and, more powerful spirits and more I mean, there's fights. so much more um, powerful characters that they didn't present it in, in this first season. So I expect there is more to it than just like the Sukuna arc, you know. But I don't know. I'm afraid that this show will um, suffer from the second season curse like any other show, you know. Where the first show they they are really good, but on the sequel it's really bad. Then they redeem themselves in the third season, like in Attack on Titan. You know, I'm afraid that it's going to happen in this show. But I don't know though. I don't know. And also, this show is is hype for a reason, and it could be a downfall for this show as well. If the second season is not going to be that good, you know, I mean, it is hard for a show to top off their first season in a way. I mean, you can name a few, but most of them 
are really bad in a way. But still though, um, I'm going to keep my hopes up. I'm going to root for the show and I'm going I'm looking forward uh, to watch the second season. So this is um highly recommended for those of you who really enjoys anime. Um so other than that, um anything you want to add about the show, Shannon? Matthew? Leave the hype at the door and just sit back and enjoy the show. All right. Good. Then. Okay, that is the end of our review of Jujutsu Kaisen. I hope you like what you heard here. So if you like what you heard here, please give us a like, give us a rating, and share this podcast with your friend. I don't know. Um. So for our next show, we are going to watch uh, Wonder Egg Priority. So if you are a part of our Shitake crew, join us. And discuss with us next week. Um, what? What's your name? Yeah, you know, like just go. <laughs> you are not <laughs> trying to stop me now. Nah, do what you gonna do. <laughs> so Shannon has g- given up. All right, I haven't given up. I'm just ignoring your ass right now. All right. So, um, other than that, uh, you can hit us on our social media. So, what is our social media again, Shannon? Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Shitake Podcast. And if you want to drop us an email, you can hit us up at Shitake Podcast at gmail.com. All right. So, I guess that's it. So, let's end it like the usual, guys. So, let's start with you, Matthew. This isn't like the usual. I'm never first, sir. You've yes, caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. We don't want to finish up this one. So let's do something different then. <laughs> so guys. <laughs> Deuces. What type of woman? Depending on the answer. Depending on the answer. You could be my best friend. We're going to lose all of our female followers with this. Yes, of course. I know, right? <laughs> if they listen through, through, through and through, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm sorry. All hate mail goes to Mamats, by the way. Oh, no. <laughs> no, man. You brought in this question. Mm, I know. I come prepared. I come prepared. Try to get me slapped with that question. Your girl in the room, ain't she? Right next to me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, you know what? I'm vetoing this question. No, we're not doing this. I'm vetoing this question right now. Not only, not only to save us, to not only to protect our our followers, but also to save Mateo's life. No, veto. Why is it you so much? <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh, it, guys. Um, all right. So, uh, whatever type of woman you choose, just be, be sincere and be truthful to the one that you love. And if you want to cheat, please don't die. I'm so confused as what how that had anything to do with the show. Um, 
<laughs> even when you fight in curses and are striving to become a jujutsu sorcerer, there's always time for opai. That question was not the best, but I <laughs> do this. Hey, bro. Shannon just oh, yeah. there, all right? You should um, treat Shannon to a, a soda or something. Should we? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll share some sodas together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll snag a six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So let's say it with me now. Um, Shitake. Shitake.